1: It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Copper Craft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of Blue Raspberry Lemonade. This special limited edition canned cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? What's up, Michigan?
1: It is time to begin our number two on Championship Weekend. Michigan and Ohio tomorrow night. ton of title games. I'll go through and give you all my predictions. I like the Lions in a close one on Sunday. I really do. Just get out of New Orleans with a W. They need it. If they lose, that bandwagon is going to slide right off the tracks. Even though they're... On a collision course for a celebration for the NFC North title. But you go lose again. New Orleans is banged up. I know it's on the road. Like with Michigan, Iowa and the Lions, New Orleans. Just just win. I'm not worried about style points. Get a W. When you're late in the season, just get a win. Michigan, a 23.5 point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. Over under has dipped to 34.5 total points scored is the line. I'm going to throw out another Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue. Adult crafted cocktail, blue raspberry lemonade, vodka. It's awesome. Ask for it at your local pub, bar, restaurant. Look for it in stores across Michigan, and also look for it when you're at a Lions game. They serve it up inside Ford Field. Over or under 34-and-a-half, the Michigan-Iowa game tomorrow. 34-and-a-half, hmm. that's normally like two great defensive teams in the NFL. You can join us at one 866 838 that's 1866838 Huge. That is on the Mercantile Bank Listener line, Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank with Michigan-based decision makers and your money stays right here in Michigan. You can join us at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opted on that huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21,000. In a moment, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, along with Clayton Safey and Anthony Broom, they are on their way to Indy. The chopper has landed. Now their limo with a Indiana State Police motorcade taking them to an undisclosed location. Well, they'll write their award-winning stories, including Who the Hell is Connor Stallions? Followed by Clayton Safey's piece. We're about a month and a half in. Has anybody from CMU identified who the hell was on the sidelines? I think Chris is ready to join us. Superfly Hayes tells me they're treated like royalty. I swear, these guys are big time. How you doing, Chris? I'm just
2: getting my own luggage out of the back of a car and uh, like got five bags yeah not royalty bill but uh, you know what we're just happy to be here brother third year in a row you know get third, used to this
1: third year in a row you going to take uh, the boys out for a dinner on the on3.com expense account they love it <laughs> we are going to St. Elmo's
2: man we got our uh, we got our um we got our reservation and uh, all the buckeyes left town apparently so they're all sad and uh, opened up all the reservations for us. There are always a few stragglers here. We always get a few comments from the Buckeyes here that thought they were going to be here. And Clayton always wishes them well in whatever bowl game they, they're going to. And uh, it's a lot of fun, Bill. It's nice to be on the, on the other side of this rivalry for a change. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, and I love how after the fact, here we go with Connor Stallions and reports of more tickets bought to Ohio State games where they're trying to take away the fact that Michigan won that game uh, without any signal stealing or anything last Saturday, just it really trying to push that narrative right now, it, it just doesn't fit. It makes it, it no. makes Ohio State look even worse in my mind.
2: It does. It's it's you know what? It's, it's embarrassing. Frankly, they're trying to keep that narrative alive and nobody cares now. That's the funny part about it. It's like, OK, uh, Ryan Day kind of backed himself into a corner here and painted himself into a corner and. Uh, he had to win that game to keep this narrative alive, and uh, it just didn't happen for him. So, uh, and you could kind of sense it going in, Bill. I was watching that game, and I was watching all the stuff leading up to it. And Ryan Day, uh, they looked nervous. Uh, it looked John Cooper-esque. And I wrote this in a column today. You know, back then John Cooper was hoping to win, and Lloyd Carr was expecting to win. And you got the same sense from Michigan, even without their head coach, Bill, that. They were expecting to win this football game, and they went out there, and that's exactly what they did. Ohio State was playing from behind all game. It was a tight game. To their credit, it wasn't the blowout it was the previous two years, but took care of business. And here we are again. And you know, everybody's saying this is the last go around for Michigan, so on and so forth. There's a lot of good young talent still on this team. I think that people are kind of overlooking the fact that Michigan's got some talent in the uh, in the in the younger classes as well. So it's not a foregone conclusion that this is going to be the last time they're here for a long time either
1: is it the last time for harbaugh and jj mccarthy
2: you know what good question um and i'm not sure i know that they're still working on the contract there are some people uh, that are approaching it with trepidation there are some people that just don't like jim harbaugh that are trying to to, to you know what sabotage the thing frankly and uh there's got to be some language there's got to be some common ground if they're going to sign him to a deal but I'll say this about J.J. McCarthy, though. He wants to be a Michigan captain, and that means a lot to him. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing that he's coming back, but I'm saying there is certainly a path uh, for him to come back to Michigan for another year and for a lot of people to follow him, that one-more-year fund. and uh, He is a different kid, and I've talked to his dad about this. This kid is special uh, in terms of all the kids that I've covered here at at Michigan in a lot of years. Uh, There's just something different about him. Uh, He's The humility for a guy with his talent. Uh, is is unbelievable. And uh, it, there's just, you know what, uh, he just, he loves it here so much, it would not stun me if we saw him back in Ann Arbor next year. I don't think that I'd predict it, but I certainly think there is a path for him to come back next year.
1: Chris Bells from the TheWolverine.com, the Michigan Insider joining us from Indy, where they're getting set for team coverage uh, with Clayton Savey, who we'll talk to later. We talked to Anthony Broom uh, earlier. He got... Johnny B, uh, the senior columnist, Doug Skeen, and the Michigan football podcast is up uh, with Chris at the Wolverine. Uh, dot com. Uh, this game, uh, Iowa brings a defense or banged up special teams and defense banged up. There are two key areas. Uh, how does Michigan match up, and how do you see this game playing out?
2: Yeah, this will probably be the third best defense that they've played this year. No disrespect to what they've accomplished at Iowa, but Penn State's defense and Ohio State's defense, I think, are certainly more talented. This is a good fundamental defense, and the fact that they've done it without an offense this year speaks volumes to, to what they've accomplished when their when they're most valuable player is their punter, and, and they've got the, literally the worst offense, total offense wise, in the Big Ten or in the nation, frankly. Um, you know, 130 out of 130, uh, you're asking a lot of your defense, but I think it's going to be too much for them. I think Michigan will be able to move the ball enough uh, and win comfortably in this game, I just don't see how they score. That's the thing. They can't, they've got a quarterback that's really not a D1 quarterback and speaking to their insiders, that's their words, not ours. And you can see it with Deacon Hill with Caden, Caden McNamara out. It was tough enough with this kid. uh, They have a hard time moving the ball across the street. They can't run the ball, they're, they're down in in that respect as well. So uh, it's going to take some, some miraculous things to happen for them to, to really be in this game in the second half, in my opinion. So, um, you know what? It, but you guys still got to play it. And you got to go out there and approach it like, okay, uh, we got to get out to a lead here. You get out to an early lead here, and I think this thing will be over quickly, probably by halftime, and then uh, prepare for the playoff and whoever it is that you're going to play.
1: Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Roastumber Coffee guest line. What's your prediction on the final score? I know I posted the article uh, from the Wolverine.com yeah. with your staff picks. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell everyone across Michigan. What the final score will be tomorrow, Michigan-Iowa?
2: Yeah, I think I had 30-6, to six and, um, you know, I think that still covers the spread. And uh, I think Iowa's going to have a tough time getting to the 6. Now, you never know. It could be like a Rutgers type of play. Remember when they played Rutgers and they slipped on the first play of the game, went down 7 to nothing. and, uh, you know, you can always get a fluke play like that. But this is not a team that's going to move the ball on Michigan. Uh, it'll be a stunner, like I said, if this is a game in the second half.
1: Team coverage, Chris Pallas, Anthony Broom, John Borden, Doug Skeen, Clayton Safey at TheWolverine.com. They have landed in Indy. uh, Coverage leading up to the game, during the game, after the game, and also on Sunday when we get to the college football playoff. I guess a Georgia loss and a Michigan win, they're number one. And the question is, you know, based on what happened starting today with the conference title games, You want to avoid Alabama in the first round? I'll I'll take Oregon or Washington, one of the Pac-12 schools, in their final four opener.
2: Yeah, Oregon be tough. Uh, They're playing good football, and to play them out there in the Rose Bowl would be interesting to me. I think that'd be a a tough matchup for Michigan. Ideally, right, you get a Florida State um, coming out west, or or maybe um, a Texas or something like that, but... Uh, no matter what, when you get to the Final Four, as we saw last year, you can't take anything for granted. They overlooked TCU a little bit, and they got bit. So, um, you know, I hesitate to say that it's all gravy, Bill, at this point, because when you get to the playoff now, you want to take that next step. And uh, But, man, when you beat Ohio State and you go undefeated two years in a row, uh, it kind of feels that way. But they need to, to validate the program as a national power. You really need to win a playoff game this year. So my guess it'll be in the Rose Bowl, probably against either Oregon or Washington. A little bit traditional in that respect, and uh, can't wait to get out there, man. It's, uh, it's fun. It's fun when you get to cover a team like this of, of just really good kids. What they've been through, Bill, and uh, what they've been put through by some guys with agendas, uh, to me, makes this one of the more special teams in Michigan history.
1: All right, Speaking of the team, before I let you go, Chris, and you guys get sure. uh, about doing your business and, and enjoy an evening before the title game... Uh, where is the health of that Michigan football team at right now going into the Big Ten title game?
2: Yeah, obviously, Zach Zinner will be out with the broken leg. But other than that, guys, with bumps and bruises, Will Johnson is questionable. Michigan's cornerback, I think they'll rest him if they can. It wouldn't surprise me to see him dress and uh, then maybe play him if they need him. But uh, against, again, against this offense, I think you can get away with not playing him in this game and resting him up for the playoff which is when you're definitely going to need him. Other than that, everybody's good to go. J.J. McCarthy is back close to 100%. You can see it in that Ohio State game. He's moving really well. So they're feeling pretty good about where they
1: are. That's pretty good. Uh, you're into December on a you know, 12-game yeah. season, and Zinner's injury happened in play, and he is recovering well. Uh, and Harbaugh was there you know, right away, went from wherever he was straight into the hospital. That says something about Harbaugh, but... For Michigan to be healthy going into the yeah. Big Ten title game and the Final Four, that's pretty good.
2: It is, and they got lucky. I mean, that's part of it, right? And it helps to have depth too. That offensive line really gelled when Zinner went out. Trentay Jones went in there; he looked fresh. He was moving people at right tackle. Carson Barnhart's more natural position is at guard anyway, and those guys have played a lot of football next to each other, so didn't miss a beat. And uh, but that's what you need if you're going to win a championship and. And uh, credit to them for being able to build that kind of depth.
1: Chris, enjoy the weekend. We'll talk Monday, look back at the Big Ten title game, and talk about if Michigan was victorious over the Hawkeyes, where they're going in the college football playoff.
2: Sounds great. Thanks for having me, Bill.
1: All right, Chris Ballas, check it in from Indy. John Borden from the Wolverine.com here in about 20 minutes. Clayton safety within the hour. Also, my conversation with Tom Krakert. he is an Iowa Hawkeye. Football Insider, we'll have that before we're done. Uh, Andrew Grassheis, who is one of the great leaders, men and women together, who put on this Ada Chili and Beer Festival. It's free to get in. They're going to have 4,000 people in downtown Ada. They have a huge tent that's heated. Uh, they have music. Uh, they get chili contestants from all over uh, the Midwest. Uh, it's a big party, and it benefits. You buy tickets for the food samples uh, and the beverages, and all that money benefits West Michigan's Ronald McDonald House just up the street from where I'm broadcasting. So that's tomorrow, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. You're not going to miss any of the big football games, Alabama-Georgia or Michigan-Iowa tomorrow night. Downtown Aida, you can drive by right now, you'll see the huge tent. And remember, those tickets you buy, that money benefits the Ronald McDonald House of West Michigan. If you want to join in on the conversation, our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Your prediction on Iowa, Michigan, and also, are you going under 34 and a half points on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, or over? That, that is a tough question. Speaking of DraftKings, uh, the actions happening. Wings, who got a huge win last night, they're playing great hockey. They're going to be a playoff team. You have the college football championship games. You have the Lions and the Saints on Sunday. Pistons have lost 16 straight, but NBA action is out there. And right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's just five bucks. You bet on the Pistons or any NBA game, win or lose, you'll get your 150 and free bets instantly. But you have to use code HUGE when you sign up. And the best thing about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it's safe, secure, and reliable with 24-7 support. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want to. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And like I mentioned, New customers then can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. More on the Hawkeyes and the Wolverines. John Borden Sr., columnist for the Wolverine.com, He'll join us next.
0: From St. Joseph to Midland... This show is huge
1: They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, Talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, benegart rcom or look for Bean Garter, soon-to-be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter.
0: They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser Busch Miller Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Make sure you listen weekly to our moving Ferris forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Friday, December first, at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single
2: record of the year is Better Man. Be man
0: here, better album man of
2: the year, Killing Time. Come
0: on. Time. Clint Black with special guest Josh Grayson. Tickets start at $40. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Shoot the moon, man, Clint Black and Josh Grayson. Friday,
1: December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge chair for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge
0: Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Eve of the Big Ten championship game, Michigan and Iowa tomorrow night in Indy. Our Honolulu Blue, huge questions of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Over under 34 and a half on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board for Michigan and Iowa. You going over or under? Your prediction on the game and also Lions and Saints on Sunday. I'm going Michigan by 17. There will be an emotional letdown after how big everything was leading up to, during, and after the Ohio State game. And I like the Lions by three on Sunday. You can join us on 866 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank of Michigan base bank with locations all across our great state. Let's go talk to John Borden, senior columnist from the Wolverine. Get his thoughts on the Big Ten title game. How you doing, Johnny? Be with you. Uh, good to hear your voice again. Uh, what's different about this Michigan team on the eve of the Big Ten title game from the last two teams?
3: Oh, I would say the the. Maybe the biggest single uh, item would be that this is completely and unequivocally J.J. McCarthy's team. He's in charge. He is, um, he's got full command and the confidence of his coaches. It's, there's been no doubt from start to finish that um, he's the guy in charge. And that means that uh, he's willing to do – Anything that they want, If they want to have him throw for 300, he can do that. If they want to throw have him throw for 148 against Ohio State and you know that be part of the means to uh, with no turnovers to beating the Buckeyes, he'll do that and not utter a word of complaint. I think it's the fact that he is a uh, second year starter and somebody who has been in on beating Ohio State three straight times and, and has all of that and the leadership that uh, goes with it.
1: What does this Michigan team have that could lead them to wins in the next three games and two in the college football playoff where they haven't won one uh, the previous two years? Uh, what does this team have uh, that's different from the other two that were won and done in the playoff?
3: Well, I think one of the things it might have is maybe uh, a less, at least two years ago, a less challenging road in the first game. We have to see how all this shakes out this weekend. But, I mean, Georgia two years ago, let's face it, they were uh, that was a pro team and was about to fill NFL rosters. Um, and now you're looking at, Again, a, a second year Michigan quarterback as a starter. And you're also looking at a defense that may have an edge on either of those last two teams uh, in, in a second year under its coordinator. I, I think there are a lot of things about this team that uh, could give it a better chance. And, I mean, you have to factor in the fact that, uh, look, Uh, A lot of these guys, a lot of these guys came back for this. And a lot of these guys remember what it was that happened uh, not only last year, but the year before that caused them to not be in that next game, in that championship game. Uh, Most of them felt they should have been last year, announced it. Afterwards, I coming into the season, that was the whole talk. Look, we're we're back to uh, to take the next step at least and get to that championship game and then win it.
1: Harbaugh, uh, uh, Diane Rossini, I think from Fox said that Bears have interest. Uh, Panthers got rid of uh, Reich. Are, are they moving fast to get their guy? Uh, this just feels like Harbaugh's last year. Am I off base on that?
3: I don't. I am not thinking that way necessarily you're going to hear uh buzz on the nfl and all that because there always is but uh i i don't think things are settled behind the scenes at michigan at all as far as thinking anyone thinking that uh that jim is not going to be here i think they're still um very much in line to uh put forth that offer that that Inks him for longer and uh, has him very happy here.
1: Before I let you go, John Borden, senior columnist from the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Roastumber Coffee Guest Line. I know the Wolverine.com staff made their picks. What was yours uh, in the Iowa Michigan Big Ten title game?
3: Well, I said it was gonna be better for Iowa than it was two years ago, and it couldn't be much worse, 42 to 3. But I still have Michigan pulling away in this one uh, by a score of 34-6 to six because that Iowa offense remains anemic. Certainly we didn't see and we're not seeing J.J. against Cade McNamara like we thought we might. Uh, and I, I just think Michigan's got too much. I think they were, uh, they're just going to pull away.
1: Johnny Boyden, enjoy that game. We'll talk next week. And hopefully we're looking ahead to Michigan's matchup in the Final Four. Sounds good. Thanks, Bill. All right, John Borden, senior columnist from the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Tom Caker is with HawkeyeReport.com, Iowa Insider. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Want to get his thoughts on the Big Ten title game on Saturday night, Iowa. And Michigan, Tom, welcome back. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, how about this Iowa team? 10-2, uh, and two, uh, number 18 <laughs> yeah. in the country, one of the worst offenses in the country, uh, real solid on defense and special teams, an offensive coordinator, the son of the head coach, who will be gone at the end of this year. Through all that, they win the Big Ten West, survive in their 10-2 and two play in Michigan, for the Big Ten title on Saturday night.
4: Yeah, they're 18th in the country and average 18 points a game. And they're 10-2. <laughs> and two, And I don't know that you would have... I mean, if somebody would have told me... You know, the, the fact that they got to be 10-2 and two this year doesn't surprise me. If you would have told me before the season, hey, they finished 10-2, and two, I would say, yep, okay. But if you would have told me that Cade McNamara, Eric Hall, Luke Lachey, all missed basically three fourths of the season and Cooper DeGene misses the last few games. I would have told you there was probably no chance in the world that this team gets to the Big Ten title game. And yet here they are. They've just perfected the art of winning close games and uh just, you know, it's I, I've 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 kind of termed them sometimes they're like watching one of the Walendas walk on a tight tightrope across between buildings. You you think they're gonna fall off and and then they make it to the other side, and you're celebrating a win.
1: You know, they're a 10 and two team that easily could have been a six and six team. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not begging on Ferens or the Hawkeyes, Tommy. I, they they were that close to being a six and six team.
4: Yeah, they are. I mean, you just look this last week against Nebraska. They in the last minute of the game, they throw an interception. and Nebraska has the ball and the chance to win the game. Uh, win a tie, you know, it's a tie game at the time, and Nebraska turns it over, and with you know thirty seconds left, and Iowa ends up kicking a field goal from a guy that hadn't kicked a field goal all year, and he kicks a game-winning field goal. I mean, it's just it's crazy stuff. I mean, the, the week before, Illinois, Caleb Johnson busts a thirty-yard run in the fourth quarter to give them a fifteen thirteen lead. It, uh, the Northwestern game, it's seven seven and buck 50 left and Iowa's offense has to go 80 yards to get a touchdown or, you know, 50, 60 or, you know, 40, 50 yards to get in field goal position. And they miraculously somehow hit a pass play for 30-plus yards to get in field goal position for a 53-yard game winning field goal. It's story after story after story like that this season.
1: Yeah, even the Michigan State game. State looked like they were going to win that, you know, with – 45 scholarship players in Iowa found a way. So, And they do it, and they find a way because their defense and special teams yep. that you just alluded to. And Tom K. Kurt, HawkeyeReport.com joining us, talking about Michigan-Iowa in the Big Ten championship football game on Saturday night. So with that defense, with the special teams that we just discussed on the Hawkeye side, when you look at this Michigan team, what, what tells you that Iowa – could hoist that trophy and be Big Ten champions, or on the flip side, what tells you that it's going to be tough for Iowa to beat Michigan?
4: Oh, I think it's just going to be tough for Iowa to beat Michigan because, you know, here's the the other thing that's been kind of weird about this Iowa team. Last year they were dining on turnovers. The year before, dining on turnovers all the time, creating all kinds of turnovers and creating havoc and and getting the ball and pick sixes and everything. They really haven't done a ton of that this year, and the sacks are down. uh, And the other thing is Michigan takes care of the football. They don't make mistakes. They don't give the ball away. So that just makes it – it's going to – for Iowa to win, it's going to take multiple turnovers, some short field situations. But I just think Michigan's probably just too talented. I think – Getting Coach Harbaugh back this week is going to galvanize that team even more, and they're going to want to go out and, and play for him. So, uh, I think Iowa's <laughs> going to be running into one this weekend. You uh, know, uh, but you never know. You know, you got, it's a, the old poker saying: you got a chip in a chair, you got a shot. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, no pressure on Iowa. I mean, ten and two in, uh, won yeah. the West in the Big Ten uh, championship game with. Uh, you know an ultimatum was given to Ference's son on where the offense needed to go i i, I do yeah. wonder in as this season finishes even with the offensive struggles that you're 10 and 2 you're an Iowa fan you're an Iowa athletic department member you're an Iowa border region trustees whatever is their governing body how can you Go blame a coach because you're 10 and 2 and you won the West and you're in the Big Ten championship game.
4: Yeah, it is. Um, it's been a weird situation ever since that 25 point seven win document was crafted. And it's just, it's been kind of just hanging over the program. And then during the bye week, uh, interim like director Beth Getz uh, said that Brian would not be back. And. You know, one of the interesting side stories is since since that point, um, Brian Ferentz has declined to wear Iowa gear on the sidelines. He just wears a plain black hoodie, and uh, and you know, like this past weekend, wore like a Carhartt hat instead of a Iowa stocking cap. Uh, so it's it's just uh, kind of a Cold War situation right now with with everything, I think. and it's um, But it's going to be an interesting offseason now with, you know, what Kirk Ferentz do uh, with his offense coordinator and with his offense? And he's pretty much said, you know, whoever's changing the, calling the plays might change, but what we do probably won't.
1: Yeah, and his argument would be we're 10-2 and two and we won the West and we're yep. in the Big Ten championship game, win or lose. Yep. We're the second-best yep. team in the Big Ten, at least, at the end. So I'm not going to change what I'm doing. You drove out my son. You gave him an ultimatum, which is unheard of anywhere in college sports. Part of me, yeah. part of me was thinking when he got the game ball was for most Big Ten wins or something. I saw on the Big Ten Network. and Passpo Schembeckle. Yeah, right, right. On the, the win total. Right, on the win total. And I'm, you're, you're Kirk Ferrens and you just had this season. I, I get you're making a ton of money as the Iowa head football coach. But they're going to show your son the door. Do you just announce after that game you're done, right?
4: Yeah, that's you know that's come up in conversation with various people wondering if that might happen. But you know, thus far, Kirk has kind of said, um, "I'm coming back." So um, he's operating as if he's coming back right now. Now, could he change his mind? Certainly. I mean, it wouldn't be the first coach that just kind of—he's big at assessing himself and the program after the season is done. So he probably won't really—I mean, he'll formulate some thought probably December, but until after the—you know, I'm assuming they're playing in a January one bowl here—that that's that's what they're going to do—is just assess things at that point and then make his decision.
1: Any other family members he could uh, put in as offensive coordinator, just to <laughs> stick it to <laughs>
4: I have administration. I have, uh, I have, you know, he's got two sons uh, beyond beyond Brian uh, James, who is I think still on the practice squad for the Patriots. He might be on the active roster now, but I joke that he and Stephen, his his youngest son, who is coaching line, that he's going to hire uh, Stephen and. Uh, and, and James as a co-offensive coordinator.
1: That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, before I let you go, by the way, Tom at HawkeyeReport.com. If you want to get a look inside, Iowa's, they prepare for Michigan in the Big Ten Championship football game on Saturday night. From your vantage point in Iowa City, from what you've seen from Michigan on TV, highlights, looking at games, getting ready, HawkeyeReport.com, whatever, what impresses you the most about this Michigan team compared to other Michigan teams you've seen?
4: You know, what's impressed me the most, besides Blake Form, I love Blake Form. I think he is just a uh, tremendous running back, just toughness uh, that, that he has shown. Uh, I think he's dynamite. Uh, but the thing that's impressed me the most this year about Michigan has been the growth of J.J. McCarthy. I think he is uh, he's elevated himself. I wondered last year if he was, you know, more hype than, uh, than reality, but boy, he is watching him play this past weekend. Boy, he just exudes leadership, uh, throws, makes some throws that, I mean, there was that sideline pass that he made on the run. you know, there's, there's a small percentage of people on this planet that could make that throw and make it accurately. So, um, he is, uh, he's really shown me a lot. And, And I think that's maybe the biggest thing that I've, seen from Michigan this year in terms of growth.
1: What's your prediction on the game Saturday night?
4: I threw out 28-6. to So um, I I think it's going to be just a low scoring uh, right around the number kind of game.
1: How many times will Kirk Ferentz ask for the Statue of Liberty play?
4: (laughs) (laughs) I would think they're going to, you know, last time Two years ago, they had a uh, they ran a uh, halfback pass to a fullback, and it failed miserably.
1: <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise,
4: right? Yeah, only only Iowa would run a halfback
1: pass to a fullback. Surprise! I'm surprised it wasn't an eligible tackle on the right side. They
4: tried one of those. They tried one of those earlier this year.
1: You know, they have nothing to lose. Yeah, the one thing I'll say that you know, the Michigan Nation is talking about obviously what they did to Ohio State, and they're. Talking to uh, you know, hey, can they go finally win a college football playoff game or win it all? How do they match up against Georgia? Who's going to be their first round opponent? I'm like, you know, you still have a, a ten and two team ranked number eighteen that averages eighteen points a game. That's why they put them at number eighteen. I thought that was a tribute to Coach Ferens. Uh, well <laughs> done there, Tom i HawkeyeReport.com. I'll go jump on that and you can take a look at the team Michigan's face in Saturday night for the Big Ten Championship. Tommy, always appreciate your time here on the HUGE show across Michigan.
0: Appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. Opt in to the HUGE text chain. Text HUGE to 21000.
1: We are back inside the leadership locker room. Bill Simonson with Greg Harris. He has his book, Sage Advice, which covers leadership and all the principles necessary to run a business, own a business, and be a part of a successful business. And he joins us back in the locker room. How you doing, my man? Bill, great to see you today. All right, let's talk about Sage Advice, which now is available on Amazon. People can get it wherever they uh, download their books or buy them, but... Uh, let's give a thumbnail version of what Sage Advice is all about. I think it came down for me, Bill. I'm not a self-made person. And most of us aren't. People had influence. Mentors, coaches. Are we coachable? Uh, the wisdom have that we can pass on, I thought to myself, I'm going to write it and I'm going to interview a lot of folks. My parents, my grandparents really gave me some great nuggets of truth to live by. And I share them with the audience. It's a fascinating book. It's a little embarrassing because I didn't heed all of their advice all the time. I'm not perfect. But the book itself is uh, pretty much a celebration of honoring your elders and adhering to some wisdom they earned. Greg Harris, Sage Advice. If people want to read this book, uh, the online version... I assume they get a paperback. Uh, where do they go to get sage advice? You can go to maximizeleadership.com. Maximizeleadership.com, or you can go to Amazon and put in the sage advice. Greg Harris. Oh, pops up number one. You now you can get delivered by the Amazon truck. I can even do it in my suburban if, if, if it's really good. Amazon's using those EV vehicles. I don't do EV. You no. can't hear them coming. No, no, they're sneaky. They're sneaky. Knock, knock. What's that? I got you sage advice from Greg Harris. Here's sage advice. I'll give you sage advice. Put some Don't gas. Don't buy Put an EV. gas in that van. <laughs> Again, look for the book, Sage Advice. Greg Harris joins us in the leadership locker room here on the Huge Show Across Michigan.
3: Imagine
1: this. Winning big
3: at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in a luxurious first-class rooms and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
1: This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: huge show is back live across Michigan Superfly Hayes is our executive producer ton of action happening from the NHL college football championship weekend Lions and the Saints on Sunday Michigan and Iowa Saturday night it's time to get in on the action if you're a new customer just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app use code HUGE when you sign up and this week they got a huge offer for new customers who bet five bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game. After they use code HUGE when they sign up, they'll get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five bucks on the Pistons or any NBA basketball game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, but only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Slash basketball terms. Always use that code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. On the way, Clayton Safey from the Wolverines.com will join us from Indy on the eve of Michigan, Iowa, and the Big Ten title game. More huge opinions on the Lions and the Saints on Sunday. I'll get to the Pistons, who have lost 16 straight. The Wings are playing fabulous hockey after the 5 1 win over the Hawks last night. I think getting Kane is a message to the team. We're ready to go and get back to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Andrew Grassheis, he's part of a great leadership group, men and women in West Michigan, who are raising money for the West Michigan Ronald McDonald House. The Ada Chili and Beer Festival is free. You just have to buy tickets to eat and drink. That's tomorrow in downtown Ada. We'll talk to Grass before we're done.
0: Beer. That's huge.